it is a bit sad that we are still racing behind closed doors, um, but we're really fortunate to to have this this race meeting um, and to have the the Bet with Mates um, Cup, which which is race eight and a feature race on on Sunday. Um, it is a two hundred thousand listed race over sixteen hundred metres, so. Um, really pleasing to see that it has a, a strong field and a field of 14 horses will go round on, on Sunday for that. Things change by the day and we certainly respect the privacy, uh, but the Turf Club has been um, uh, implicated in terms of people having to isolate, have they not? So your day-to-day activities in recent times have got a little bit more tricky as well. They have, Andrew. Um, I think, you know, like many businesses and certainly many other clubs across the state, um, when we see the number of cases in our area um, increase, um, generally we see some exposure sites um, in line with that and we're very cautious as an industry with any crossover, whether it's club staff or stable staff might have exposure through through one of those sites Um, and it's taken really seriously. So, Obviously, when we've been um, at, at the heights of it in, in the last, well, we're probably nearly three weeks with, with cases here in Ballarat, and, and I think we might have about 30 active cases at the moment, um, we have seen some stables impacted and, and obviously following race in Victoria protocol and, and reporting um, close contacts of, of staff or, or attendance to an exposure site. Um, and... The great thing about that is we are able to be on top of that very quickly. We can isolate those people at home. We can get them tested and we can ensure, in some cases, that might end up in a short lockdown period for the stable. Um, And if that has been the case, um, we can offer them exclusive track work so that um, the horses within that stable can still be trained um, and be prepared for the races that they've got coming up and that's done in isolation after track work hours separate to any other trainers or horses on track. So those sorts of things um, are are what are are keeping our industry going Um, and they do provide a few more challenges each day um, for club staff and and stable staff to work through and just make sure that we're doing everything we can to, to keep racing going. So, Belinda, the layout of many race clubs differ, of course, in where stabling and training facilities are compared to where administration is. Um, obviously, in a perfect world, we'd all love to be saying hi to each other and saying how are things faring, but are there protocols or any directives that administration like yourself just have to keep to administration and uh, stabling and training and basis for those keep to themselves and any liaison done maybe over phones and so on. Is that something that has been directed given um, administration as a key to running race meetings? That's right. So um, there are protocols with regard to that and um, I guess, you know, we we try and avoid um, unnecessary crossover. Um, obviously, particularly with our on-course stables, there you know sometimes there is a need for our maintenance staff to go into those stables to to do repairs um, that are essential for for that stable to keep operating. So, um, and as our tenant, um, we're responsible for for those repairs. So, so we try and obviously min- minimise the crossover. Um, staff might go in there after track work finished, and when and when um, track staff are on their split shift. And, and do that work then so we minimise that crossover. From an admin or office perspective, we've actually had um, all of our staff uh, by myself and maybe one other um, 
working remotely. Um, so working from home, um, we'll have a Zoom catch-up to touch base and, and see where everybody's at on a regular basis. Um, and now that we're starting to talk about, you know, the possibility of um, people returning to the races or maybe in time for Ballarat Cup, um, we're looking to bring some of our staff back into the office. But even in doing that, we'll, we'll have separate office spaces. Um, we'll look at um, ventilation requirements and, and possibly putting um, ventilation machines into any office where we, we couldn't separate um, staff enough. But I think at this point in time, we'll all be able to work in separate offices. And um, if the Ballarat weather can be kind to us, we'll even try and have our catch-ups. They'll either be via Zoom um, or they'll be outside in a, you know around the picnic table on, on the lawn so that we're minimising that risk of exposure even between our own staff. So the climate's not suitable for you to be working outdoors on a desk and a chair on the lawn all year round? or <laughs> No, not all year round. Thankfully, we're, you know, as we're getting towards the middle of October I, and we're seeing some sunshine. I'm looking out the window and it's nice and sunny now. Um, there, there will be opportunity to, you know, if there is a need for all of us to um, talk about that cup planning, and, and it, it is important that the whole team's involved. It can either be via Zoom or it, it'll be easy for us to, to have that um, in an outdoor environment. So um, that's what we'll we'll focus on because um, it, it's been some hard yards in the last 18 months for the industry, and it, it's great to start to be talking about the, the possibility of, of some crowds at some feature race days later in the year. But um, we, we haven't worked as hard to, to throw it all away. So um, we certainly have to be careful with the protocols and, and, and just um, take care in, in these next few weeks to give us some chance of um, maybe being able to see some people at the Sports at Ballarat Cup. Well, let's talk about that, Belinda. So you got this Sunday, you got Ladies' Day, the 21st of October. That would still be before the vaccination targets. Uh Melbourne Cup Eve Racing, that in itself is an interesting date. And then the Cup itself, the 20th of November, uh, you're just now focusing on the Sportsbed Ballarat Cup. Is that, that your best hope of having anyone on track? or? I think that it is. Um, you know, there, there might be might be slight possibility prior to that, um, but, but more likely um, we're working to, and, and for any sort of um, decent attendance, um, we're definitely working with a focus towards the Sportsbet Ballarat Cup on November 20. Um, at this point in time, we do still need to have confirmation, um, I guess, from some key state partners, being Office of Racing, um, Department of Jobs and Precincts, and also Racing Victoria. Um, it, it's encouraging at the moment um, that because we are two and a half weeks after that date, early November, when they're expecting the state to be at 80% double-vaxxed, um, we, we may see, um, a, a capacity or, or a crowd with reduced capacity. It, it, it may be somewhere between two and a half, three thousand. Um, it'll definitely be capped at five thousand is my understanding. Should, should there be approval for people at the Ballarat Cup? Well, if there's anywhere those sort of numbers, that would be a terrific step forward. We'll wait to see. Thanks for updating our listeners across the state, including those in Ballarat on 13, 14 a.m. with the, uh, Ballarat Race Club information. Thanks for joining us, Belinda. Thanks, Andrew.